Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 61 of the Nomads of Fantasy. I am your host for this evening, Eric, and I have with me, as always, Brandon. I'm going to look in his face when he tries ice cream. Every time he has ice cream for the rest of his life, he's going to see my fucking face. Oh, that's a good one. Such a sweet uh, one. Such a sweet one. Uh, and Dave. If you ride like lightning, you're going to crash like thunder. Yeah, baby. That was going to be my quote if I wasn't hosting this episode. I wrote that down while I was watching this. I'm like, yep, that's the quote. Yeah, who says that? I know. I was like, damn. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Yep, yep. Well, if you don't know, which you may not, these quotes are from the movie The Place Beyond the Pines, um, which was released in 2013, directed by Derek Sion France, which I don't know. I hope that's how you say that name. It's an interesting one. Uh, huge, big name cast in this movie for such a low budget movie. You got Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper, Eva Mendez, Ray Liotta, Ben Mendelsohn, Rose Byrne, Mahersha Ali. Like, mm-hmm. it's a stacked cast. It's, and It's nice when this, you, can, you can have so many people in the movie and they only have to be in a third of it. So you can have so many different people. <laughs> right. I thought that, about that. Hey. That's probably... Listen, that. that's that's part of the <laughs> Spoilers. story. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, this this movie only had a budget of $15 million, which is which is nothing. Um, and it was it only brought in $47 million at the box office, but for something with such a low budget... That's, you know, a pretty, pretty good success. Um, Yeah, Uh, this movie was also filmed, which is kind of cool, up sort of up in our neck of the woods in Schenectady, New York, which is near Albany. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, if you don't know, Brandon and Dave live in Buffalo and I live a little bit closer to Rochester. Don't dox me. (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's our neck of the woods, Um, but. But uh, we'll start off with our social. I went on Twitter and just asked, have you ever seen this movie? Uh, and if you did, what did you, what did you think of it? Um, we only got two replies, which I'm not surprised because I feel like not a lot of people have heard of this movie, which right. you guys hadn't heard of this movie, right? Before I brought it, feels it up. Like, no. It feels like I've seen it before. Like it was oddly familiar, but I don't know. I, don't, I had no recollection really of it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this movie back when it came out in theaters, like this was the, the time where my, well, my now wife and I would, uh, pretty much like in the span of 2011 through like 2016 in that five year span, we used to go to the movies like two, three times a week at least. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so we were seeing every movie that came out within that time period. And this was one of them. Hmm. And like, this is one of the ones that I saw that kind of like left an impact on me and that I remembered. Cause a lot of them, I, I don't even remember the titles of them, but, this was definitely one of the ones that stuck with me. Um, so I wanted to bring it here because I know you guys had never seen it and never even heard of it. And I really wanted to know what you guys thought of it. And a lot of this movie I didn't even remember on my second rewatch. So it'll be okay. interesting to talk about it. Um, but on Twitter at No Man's Fantasy, Film Rage says, was a gooden for sure. A gooden? Uh, a gooden, yep. Okay. <laughs> apostrophe at the end of that? Oh, yeah. G-O-O-D apostrophe N. Okay. It's a gooden. Good and sure. And then uh, Big Nick said it could have ended better than it did. To me, it had about four different opportunities to end, which we will get into that as well. Uh-huh. Why that is, um, but yeah, uh, I feel like with that, we'll take a little break 
to start out. And then after that, we will get into talking about the place beyond the pines. beyond the pines um like i said well this movie was actually first released in 2012 in the toronto international film festival but didn't get a theatrical release until 2013 um i just want to know since you guys haven't seen this movie or heard of it well let me see what did you guys think this movie was about before going in just based on the name something with a forest <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a romance or something like that. Because it had gosling it had the goss in it. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. All right. Um, well, it's funny the actual actually the where the name came comes from is the Iroquois name for Schenectady. It's a rough translation of the Iroquois name for Schenectady. It's a oh, place that's cool. The pines. I know yeah. That. So. Okay. Yep. A little uh, local history there for you. Um, but yeah. I guess after seeing the movie, what what were your just raw impressions? Like when credits started rolling, what were your what were your feelings, Brandon? I you look like you got to say something. The, the The opening shot was awesome. It was like a yes. awesome awesome opening shot. Is a one long take. The tracking shot, yeah, behind the carnival, Gosling. Yeah, yeah, and all the way until it goes into the. Cage. There's a lot of long tracking shots. In this yeah, movie I love. Like I'm that, a sucker for that really stuff. Like. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be a movie like Drive. I thought it was going to be like this guy on a bike and he's just going to go around like, oh, okay, he's like, he's just going to be a badass on a bike. Um, I guess, which I, I guess. He kind of was. He kind of was. Kind of yeah. was. Yeah, he rode, his, he rode his bike everywhere. It was kind of his, it was kind of his baby. Uh, is it, are we doing spoilers on, on any of this or? Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's a, it's like a 10 year old the... movie at this point and. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think you're listening. It, to we're gonna we're, we're gonna it. spoil the shit out of this. Yeah, okay, because I mean we're we're gonna go beat by beat through the plot pretty soon. So, but well, you didn't answer the question though. What what was your yeah? What, like, what was your raw impression? impressions? I want raw impressions after credits before yeah, we after get credits rolled. What were you feeling after credits? Oh man, I, I kind of wanted to yell at you. I was not ready for the weight that this movie Dude, had. I was I felt, heavy. Felt like I had to like hug my kids before I went to bed or something like that. I was just yeah. Um. Yeah, it was, it was. It's not a perfect movie, but um, no. it's a good movie with a really some really cool ideas. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. So that's my impression. It was, kind of, it was interesting, like the the way that it's form formatted. And I made the joke about saying you only have to pay actors for being in a third of the movie. Like it was kind. Of, it was it's weird. I can see like the the artistic, like uh, Act One, Act Two, Act Three, kind of symbolism behind it but 
I don't know. It did shouldn't have been as long as it was, and it kind of I got a little lost towards the end. Where like I don't even give a shit about these kids. Like where's the cool motorcycle? I had dude? the same like, reaction. I did not like the third like they're both act douchebags at all. too. Like it's, I just yeah. like the ending scene. I like the how it ends. I like the last like mm-hmm. ten minutes of that. But I'm a thousand percent with you. I forgot that that was even in this movie. Like I, the first act I remember is like the main part of the movie that I remember. That was and then good. once it transitioned to Bradley Cooper, I'm like, oh yeah, that's how this movie is broken up. Like I completely forgot about that. Like how this movie was structured. And it's like, like a I hard. Knew... It's a hard turn. When that, yeah, that I, I like it because it's different. It's fine because mm-hmm. it, 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 as long as you land it, and I think the movie does. But Dave, I'm with you. It does. I think I have, I have notes about this. Yeah, there's there's or, a... or just lack of like like the characters that that we should know. Like, why didn't they make the third act about the women of those two men? Because the main themes of this movie are father and son legacy legacy, fathers and sons masculine identity all Mm -hmm. that stuff that's what the director of this movie wanted to get across with these three different stories like you know these generations the fathers and then the sons um and seeing how that legacy carries over i don't know but i feel like you don't learn anything about avery's wife the officer's wife at all at least you get to spend time with um was it Rosalita? Um, the Ro- yeah, the Romina. Romina. Yeah, Eva Romina, Mendes' character. Yeah, Eva Mendes. Yes, you know, like you get to know her because you spend time with her because she kind of kicks off a lot of the events when she visits Luke. Mm-hmm. You know, but oh, and I also didn't know that Ryan Gosling was married to Eva Mendes. Like, I don't know currently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they got together. They got together uh, in this movie. Yeah, hmm. on the set of this movie, and they've been together ever since. Oh, okay. Yep. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's funny. Um, It was 2013. Like Ryan Gosling's character is basically like a carny Eminem, chain smoking Eminem. Like it's kind of. Oh yeah, he's all tatted up. (laughs) It was was quite the throwback. He's always wearing like the same inside out white t shirt. I'm like, wow, this dude is a real. I was yeah trash bag with like a hard wear shirts always uh, inside out. Thousand percent what he is, Dave. Oh yeah, totally. Like you start to feel yeah. bad for him because you can tell he's a dumbass. Like, dude doesn't he, he yeah. doesn't get he's not social socially you know smooth or well, anything. He he's only knows on, one thing, and that's car. how to ride a fucking motorcycle. Yeah, you know, got a very um, unique <laughs> skill set, as some would say. I would yeah, say this exactly. this whole opening act. Well, actually, before we get into it, Eric, because now that you saw it for the second time, revisiting the movie, how do how does it land with you? So. I feel like I agree with you guys a lot. Like I said, a lot of my memories of this movie were the first act, which I really, really liked everything with Ryan Gosling and Luke's character um, and like everything with Bradley Cooper and, you know, Avery and all the struggles he was going through grappling with what he did and everything. I really liked like I was fully in. But I yeah, like you said, I completely forgot about the third act with the kids. And that was kind of where it was like. All right, this is kind of turning into a weird teen drama type thing. <laughs> That's how I wrote those it, exact it, words down. It felt Wait, a little bit. This? It was so predictable. It the was tone, so predictable. Yeah, By the third act, the, you knew it was so on the nose. It was like, oh, gee, they're going to be the kids of both of these guys from well, Act 1 and Act 2. Especially AJ, the way he played that character was, was that just not the, believable. Was that the cop's it kid? Was, it was Avery's kid, yeah. 
Yeah, because yo, yo, dog. I'm from I'm from Troy, New York, and he's like got this fucking accent to him, and he's just like, I don't know. You're the kid of it. Like a I DA. get it. I knew kid. I knew kids like that in high school. Yeah, you know who talked like that and fucking dressed like that. But like it was it was almost like a a parody. You know, yeah, he's like a wannabe gang the gangbanger like white kids. I don't know. Growing up in a family where you've probably got a good amount of money, and he's just like the. The rich kid that, I don't know, well, <laughs> listened to too much I will Tupac say, or some shit. I mean, we're jumping ahead, but when he's in that interrogation room and Bradley Cooper fucking manhandles him, like, that was a, that was probably the best scene with that kid. Yeah. Because, like, like, I don't know, that whole thing. We can get to it, but that whole scene uh, worked for me, um, but everything else was kind of, meh. Third act, I agree with Brandon, like you said, last, like, how they wrapped it up. I thought was was good, yeah. Like Jason carry on, basically carrying on his father's legacy and all this stuff. So <laughs> you mean buying a motorcycle and becoming a carny in the circle of life? Exactly. The circle of the life cy- continues. Cycle. Hey, cycles repeating themselves. That's another theme of this movie. Big one. Do you like when the theme is so obvious, though? Do you like a movie that does that, where like you know um, after by halfway through the movie you got it where they're going with this? Yeah, I agree. Well. The, I read that when they the original cut of this movie, like the rough cut, was over three hours long. Oh, Jesus. So like this, this the director really wanted to tell this story and flesh out all these characters. And there, there's a lot of characters in this movie that he's trying to focus on. Um, but it definitely could have been shorter. Um, I think Act Three. I don't know. I don't know what they could have done to make it more impactful i guess well they like, could have just had the kids meet or yeah done, everything was they could have done something yeah something super short and let us just make up we did not need to see and it was it was kind of i was on the edge of my seat when in the third act like all, when all that kind of came together i was, I was like okay yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is insane this how all this like kind of escalated very quickly right and i didn't mind it but to get there it, it was, i agree especially after the opening act it was so good so yeah, mm-hmm. let's start start with the opening act. Like let's talk got, about Ryan Gosling. We got Carney Ryan Gosling all tatted up with his. He's looking sexy. He's smoking he's in front ripped. of he's children. So cool. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he is. He's a, <laughs> he does smoke in front of kids, <laughs> dude. And he, he's, he's like, like handing out autographs. You know, you can tell he barely he's knows so how good. to write. By the way, he's writing them too. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Well, all his tattoos were in that same writing that he wrote. You know, the autograph down with. Oh, it's like that, okay. That weird that. like. Yeah, edgy lettering looked like I don't know, fucking Metallica or something. But uh, he did have yeah. that "Ride the Lightning" T-shirt on a lot too. It was like Metallica T-shirt or white T-shirt, like yep. the two his go-to's. But mm-hmm. no, that first shot was super good—the long tracking one, and then it, you know all the way up to his bikes, and then you can tell like the way the camera angles and lets him ride by on the right side. That's when they're switching out the. Sure. Yeah. Rider, you know, stuff like that. yeah. Right. But they kept it all in one shot, though, which was super yeah. cool. Another uh, an interesting little tidbit that I learned while researching this movie. Apparently, what, when all the riders are going around in that globe, um, for the original shot, the cinematographer stood inside the globe to capture the footage, but he got hit in the head by a bike and suffered a concussion. Oh. So, so after oh, he recovered. After he recovered from that, they're like, all right, we can't do that anymore. 
we got to film it from outside. But wow. that would have been a cool shot if he was inside, you know. The underappreciated cameraman, you know. Yeah, man. Above yeah. and beyond. But yeah. I guess basically Act 1, he finds out he has a baby from Eva Mendez. Or, mm-hmm. um, sorry, Ro. Romina. 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 Which, um, this, this timeline is confusing a little bit to me. Because they meet... I mean, they had met before, right? When the carnival was in town last year for the summer carnival, right? right? But, yes, but they... So they met again, right? And they don't show them, like, hooking up or anything at that point. No, they so, met. They no, met no, no, like no, no, before no. the movie even starts. Like a, yeah, a but year ago. but listen, their son is only one years old. Yeah, so that the means they guy. had to, they had to have done it in that yeah. first section, but they didn't show it. You know, he just gave her a ride home, and that was it. It was just weird no. to me that like yeah, no, no you're yes. remembering it wrong. So they they met no because I remember this specifically. I know they met bef- they met the year before. I know this. Yeah, but. The, he came and back. They hooked up a year before she got pregnant. He's he back came back a year later, right? Yeah, I thought he came back a year later after the second time they met. I swear it was like a year, another year jump, because he was, said he was leaving. It was just, he said he was leaving that night. Yeah, and then he came back again. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'm crazy, but no, I so, swear that so, there was another year jump after the the initial sh- meeting that we saw in the movie. Right. So they met. When she visits him, and she's got her like nipples, like really, like kind of going through the oh, yeah. shirt, right? <laughs> it was like the thinnest. She's shirt already, imaginable. she's already, she's already had the kid at that point. She just wants him to know that, and she doesn't know why. She's just compelled she's to let him know yeah. that hey, you need to know that you have a child. That's it. He just happens to be leaving. So then that's it. And then when he's like, all right, well, okay, and then he Whoa. decides not to because he's just had a reality check. I'm going to be the dad that I never had, and that's when he doesn't go. And that's where he's just bebopping around because he's not following the show. No, he he's comes, just yeah. He comes back the next night, staying. and the mom, the grandma, tells him that he has a kid. Basically, okay. And that's why. So he it's stays. the that's where I was confused because yeah. the way that they the way that they filmed it that night when he drops her off, I thought he already left that night, and then when he came back, I thought it was no. another year later. Carney Carney's got to run carnival runs for like a week. You got to do that okay. same well, ball of death trap every night. I will just say that confused me, but now it makes more sense now that you've explained it. Right, and well, anyway, so it might be a little bit weird, but anyways, but yeah, but that's how he kind of more or less discovers. Holy shit, there's a new life there for me. So he and it just hits mm-hmm. him. What I like about it is the following scene when he's trying to get in that baby's life, and they're like, "We don't. We just want you to know that the baby exists, but you don't need to be the dad. We already have a dad in the picture." Um, but he follows them to the church. Mm-hmm. And it's like really good acting. It's like a really beautiful shot, and he's sitting in the back, and he's just watching, and he just starts tearing up and stuff like that. And, and he really get connected gonna, to this character. You think he's actually going to get his fucking life together and stop being a deadbeat carny riding motorcycles everywhere? Right. What does he do? Well, he did the only thing he could do, <laughs> I guess, in his situation. What was he doing though? Just riding through the woods and this meta hillbilly? Yeah. Out? How how him and Rob met was a little weird. Cause, cause yeah, he's, he's ripping through the woods on his motorcycle and then Rob comes up on his quad and they're like, you know, meeting, locking eyes or whatever. That was while a cool shot. That was a cool shot. Um, but yeah, then he stops and then Rob's like, eh, you know, good riding dude. And he's like, yeah, hey, come, you know, I'll give you a ride back to town and whatever. That's how they meet. Sure. Yeah. He gets a job, know. does some 
side stuff, and then well, he tells I mean, them that I guess he robs banks eventually after a little while. They get acquainted. Right. I guess I don't blame Luke. He doesn't have anybody else at that point. Like, he doesn't have any friends or anything. So he just wants, maybe he just wants to make a friend. It's a sympathetic. It as an oppor- opportunity. Simple, simple carny with a heart of gold. <laughs> simple carny, yeah. You know? His heart's in the right place. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He knows right from wrong, you think. But then he goes, like, immediately. Like, it. this is why the first act is so good, because it's it's so contained, and it's so... He's just like in it, like this is awesome. This guy's cool. Oh shit! This is this is his life actually, and he's gonna Dude, settle if the down. First act if the first act was just its own movie, like its own, its own little indie movie, great. It, it probably yeah yeah yeah. It probably would have been better. But like but yeah, continue anyways. Well no, and then and then he gets caught up with this whole um, robbing banks immediately after. Well, cause, well, because he wants to make money to support his kid, and he can't get a right. job. Like he he's... can't get a job anywhere. So the guy brings up. Well, Robin he does. Banks, listen, he tries to do the right thing. He does get a respectable job with this guy Robin, and he's working in his shop for a little while. And but he's just not making the money he needs to make. Like he barely gets any business in his shop, and he's just not making the money. So he's like, "Listen, dude, i I need, I need some more money." So Rob tells him about how he used to rob banks, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, oh, shit, I could do that. He's impulsive, though. Oh, it's yeah. Like he just like he just goes and, for it. He doesn't plan and, things out. Right. That's very apparent with his first robbery because Rob's like, listen, you know, all you have to do, you don't even need to show the gun. You don't. All you need to do <sighs> is tell the lady to put the money in the bag. The first thing he does, hops up on the counter, whips the gun out and starts pointing it at people. And like he does the complete opposite of what. Rob tells him to do. Use this if you want to. But keep in mind, man, I did four banks with a note. In other words, you don't need the gun. I never liked guns, man. They're vulgar. You know, but you may want to take it. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. How do we do it? Okay. First thing is we're going to go in there nice and early, just when the door is open, okay? You're going to take a look at all the tellers. Go for the oldest woman you can, right? Failing that, go to the most meek. You get her to put the money out on the table. Why? So that way you can see if there's a die pack. You put it in your pocket. You don't hand anything over to them. You don't show them the gun, and you go. Get on your bike. I'll be about four blocks away, ride it into the truck. Bam, we're home. We're done. We're rich. What happens if you get stopped sitting by the side of the road with an open cube truck? What are you going to say? What do you mean, what am I going to do? I'm an officer. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing with an open cube truck? What are you doing? Why are you sitting here like this? Oh, I'm broken down. I'm waiting for the, you know, repairs. Thank you for asking, officer. That's a nice touch. Right? What are you going to do if you get jock itch and, you know, you're, you're riding 90 miles an hour down the street? You're going to keep riding, right? Yeah? I mean, we do what we do. But when we do it together, yeah. Uh, so right out of the gate, he's he's already like you could tell he's kind of flying off the handle. This is great though. His scream, the high pitch. Right, scream, he goes in like falsetto. Yeah, he's like falsetto <laughs> while he's screaming at all these people. It's not as well. It looks sounds like his first time robbing a bank too. So it's true. Oh, he's it goes, scared. It goes he's pretty well though. Up. They get they get a couple. I'm guessing a couple grand. They said f- yeah. uh four no. 14 grand yeah, was 14 one, of, grand. one of the halls. One of the okay. halls was 14 no, like the first grand. one. Yeah. He starts puking in the back. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yep, he pukes after the heist. Um, and then things after that, after like the first robbery, things kind of seem to start going Luke's way a little bit. Like he gets back with Roe, kind of yeah. like he's, you know, he's starting to get back in. And this is when he goes out to the ice cream place. He says, you know, Brandon's quote, he wants to be the one to feed him ice cream for his first time. He's talking about his son. He gets to spend a little time with his son. And then things start to turn when once he gets a little too comfortable, buys all the stuff for his <laughs> kid like, and starts setting up the crib. And uh, like it took like two days in their house. There. Like, yeah, oh, I'm going to just come on in. Hold my kid. Yep. Like, like you can tell he has no idea what he's doing with the kid either, because like the kid's just flopping around on the bed or whatever. Yeah, he's like, dude, you're going to roll off the bed. Well, don't put him on the fucking bed, dude. <laughs> but it's, right, I uh, mean, it does go crazy because it goes from like robbing banks to ice cream with your family to more robbing banks to buying a kid for buying you know a crib for your kid and you know kofi comes home he ends up fucking cracking him in the head with like a wrench or something a wrench, like that yeah, yeah dude i thought he killed him for a second yeah like, did he I, get I, him in I was the like eyeball? holy shit yeah i thought he was dead so i don't know it's like it's a very turbulent life that uh luke lives i guess you could say but he's just impulsive he just doesn't think things through Mm-hmm. You know, he just lives in the moment. Lives his Which, life a quarter mile at a time, one would say. And don't fuck with his bike, <laughs> yeah. man. Don't fuck well, with was, his bike. Yeah, hey, that's what happens next. Is like he wants to rob two two banks in one day. Rob uh, tells him you're an idiot. Don't do that shit. Why? You know, like why? You know, and then he goes and cuts his bike in half. Like that's kind of a dick move. I get it. He's trying to stop. Yeah, he's trying to prevent him from but being you an idiot. You don't run another man's rhubarb. You don't mow another man's lawn. You don't cut another man's bike in half. Like <laughs> that seems like it was a a step too far right there. Rub yeah. another man's rhubarb. I haven't heard that one yeah. before. It's, it's classic, <laughs> classic Joker line. You never know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You you don't fuck. You don't fuck with his bike. Um, well, you said it at the ice cream place. It's a family member. Yeah, it's and that's, part of the I family. was like, oh, this is not going to go well for for Robin. but And it didn't. Yep. No, not at all. Not at all. No, um, I, I thought he had a death wish when he did that. I thought, oh, this guy wants to like end his life. Because he was getting, I think he was all drugged up, right? He was using the money to like. Well, he was hide. wasted. He was wasted as fuck. His, yeah. He had like gray skin. His eyes were all bloodshot. And he just looked like he couldn't. He probably spent all his bank money on drugs and booze and yeah cartons of cigarettes yeah mm-hmm. standard mm-hmm. but like yeah he cuts his bike in half and he just goes to bed all wasted <laughs> like that's true that's yeah. not a very great plan like no mm-hmm. no idiot and, and of course yeah so luke freaks out and he's like he just walks up nonchalant and puts a pistol in his mouth and wakes him up yeah and says you owe me a bike right Which, yep you know he goes to do his I guess he's doing this last bank robbery on his own with a new bike at a bank that he hasn't scoped out. Like Exactly. He's got all these different variables in the thing. He forgot his glasses. And yes. He forgot his glasses, yes. So that yeah. You can tell for right from the start that it's fucked. Like forgets the glass as soon as he walks in he notices the the big glass walls and he's trying to fuck his backpack over it well yeah this this yeah this bank like you said you didn't you didn't scope this out this bank has cameras like you can see the cameras has bulletproof glass in front of the tellers and everything like this is not this is not the bank 
Rob. <laughs> and then the lady's trying to throw it over and she can't get it up there. It was like, it was like painful to watch. Like, it was like, I'm, I'm cringing for the guy. Like, yeah. This is just not good, dude. And like, no. He should have just cut his losses and just fucking. As soon as he saw the glass, he should have just turned around and walked out. Like you, maybe you can do it without glasses. But he's got face tattoos, which is even dumber. So. Oh yeah. Obviously, like it takes so long, cops show up before he's even, as he's pulling out and he gets chased around. Some of these chase shots were really cool too. This was really cool, dude. It was filmed like a real, really good. like a real, like it was on, on cops or something, like a real police chase. The POV you know? shots were great. Yeah, love it. Like, and the cop and they, was a good driver, man. I was like, damn, he's keeping up with this dude, bike. Yeah, and dude, like the they didn't, they didn't do any cut. Well, the only cut they did was when they transitioned from the first cop that was chasing him to Bradley Cooper. Oh, so they cut, Avery, they yeah. cut there, and then the whole time when the, Bradley Cooper Avery was chasing him, there was no cuts, you know. So once he crashed, once he crashed, and then he ran into the house. That's the only time it, you know, cut away to the next scene. So. It felt really cool. It felt like a real police chase, you know. I just doesn't know when to call <laughs> call it quits. Like, dude, you fucking going on burning the candle at both ends, and he kind of yeah does a home yep. invasion, kicks everybody out, calls Row on the phone, says he don't tell my kid about me, and then Bradley Cooper, which. For a cop, like he look, I don't know what it was. They made him look really young. They gave him like the short haircut, and they made him shave with a razor, so it looked like a mm-hmm. little baby face. Yeah, he was supposed to be. Yeah, he's clean cut. Yeah, the... he's fresh. Yeah, he's a rookie. He was six months on the job, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there was, they did say that, but I mean, he goes upstairs and kicks the door in while uh, Luke is on the phone, and well, I guess. We all know who shot first. This, yep. This is a this is a Han Solo situation. Who shot first? It was it yeah. was Avery. Yeah, he shot first. Which you need he to sh- know because Avery's yes. haunted throughout the rest of the movie about what he does, which is sadly, mm-hmm. which I didn't see coming at all. Right. Well, I thought. Oh, these, you I thought. This, I'm glad. I didn't I'm know glad how that was any a of this shock for you guys. I forgot Br- that Bradley Cooper was in this movie. When he was like revealed as the cop, I'm like, oh, that's right, he's in this. That's it. All right, do do do. All right, he's gonna escape on this bike. Oh, he's going to the house. All right, he's gonna get out. All right, he's calling something. Whatever, he's gonna get out. And then he gets shot, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe he's just shot, but he's not dead. And then you, no, he's dead. And then you see Avery looking over and seeing him with his eyes open, laying there in a pool of blood. And you're like, all right, well, maybe he's just like gonna be unconscious. For, <laughs> he's just in a coma or something. When you see, but he like, looks really the, dead. The blood coming yeah. out and it's the way his arms twisted. Like, yeah, that dude is very dead. Yeah, yes. I was like, damn. That's no, this it? is this was at the point of the movie where I was like, oh yeah, okay, now I remember. Because after that, Avery kind of he gets shot too, and he sort of blacks out and he wakes up in the hospital. And then I'm like, okay, sort of they act, transition to Avery's two. story now. Yes, um, which yeah. is a complete I, I, shift. It's like a tone, like because that first, movie, oh yeah, the first chunk is like building up to a heist felt like a heist movie you know like he's gonna go rob banks maybe do some other cool stuff but then like all of a sudden it's just like breaks hard right turn now we're into a cop drama and like that tonal like not expecting that tonal shift kind of just like you have to kind of reset yourself while you're watching it's almost like two movies in one you know Mm -hmm. the first the first act is a heist movie like you said and the second act is like a fucking gangster mob movie almost you know yeah 
like shady shit going down in the police department. Of course, Ray Liotta's got to be there. He's got to play the the dirty cop, which he I actually, plays I like also. this. This was really cool. It's just mentally, I was still kind of in shock of Ryan Gosling being killed off. I remember I, I really that, like it, and that I like, was the moment of this movie that I specifically remember in the theaters, and uh, like I was. I don't know. How old was I in 2013? Like, uh, I can't even think about how old I was. Like, tw- uh, no, I was like 18, 19. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, at that, that was like the perfect age for me to see this movie where I'm like, holy shit, man. I can't believe that just happened. But like but that, that is the scene I picture in my mind when I think about this movie. But it's weird, though, because all this crazy stuff is happening to Avery because I'm like, all right. So now this guy's going to be dealing with the regret and the, like, oh, he has a kid. He's talking to the therapist and all this stuff about killing a man, especially a father. And like, OK, it's very heavy. That's what I'm saying. This is a very heavy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, man, this poor guy has got a kid, you know, um, and he's dealing with all this stuff. Uh, I, and I think he had a mother-in-law in their house too, just like how like, yeah, uh, Roe had her mother. I was, I was thinking this. Yes, there's lots of parallels. Even though like, uh, Luke and Avery are two completely different characters on e- either side of the spectrum. Uh, one's like an outlaw, and one's a fucking clean cop. Um, there is a lot of parallels between them. They both have a one-year-old son. Yeah, like you said, they both have like their mother-in-law living with them. They're both, you know in different ways, struggling to connect with their sons, which we see, you know, a lot later well, in the movie. Well, Luke, Luke is a bad guy. He does bad things. He knows he does. He knows he does, but he wants to be a good father, and he wants to be right. part of that kid's life. But the Avery can't connect with his son because he took away right. a father from a son, and he can't look at He feels like, wow, I, I, did, I ended this for somebody else, and I can't have a connection. You see that, like, there's just no connection throughout the whole movie with him and AJ, you know? Right. Yep. But, um, but, but the whole, but the, it's cool though. Like the, it's the Ray Liotta stuff is cool when he shows up. I thought they were going to like a strip joint. No, they're going to rob the person that like got the money. They knew the money yes. was there. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. But my mind isn't ready for it. I felt it was bad just weird for, for Avery. Yeah. Like in that situation, like dude's having a tough oh, yeah. time getting over this. bad like, for, uh, like you're going to bring that person there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's just and her yeah. boyfriend or husband. Like who hides <laughs> who hides money underneath the baby? Well, you hide it closest to the heart. The baby. Oh, that's yeah, where. Yep. That's where they. Uh, that's where they knew to look. Um. But yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, that whole scene was rough because you could tell Avery, like Bradley Cooper, has some great acting in this movie. Yeah. Uh, sure. You could tell that he was super uncomfortable in that situation. He didn't feel good about any of that. Like he. He's trying to start his career off right, trying to be a you know clean cop and everything, and he's getting all this praise for being a hero, but he doesn't feel like a hero because he right. knows he knows what really happened in that situation. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's like he was almost hoping that he, you know, got convicted of something. You know, you could tell like when he when the chief I think says like they deemed it lawful. You know, like he breathed a sigh of relief, but he knows in his mind like he knows he fucked up you know and he has to live with that well, they knew it's too like, it seemed like they knew too right somehow well, they knew i mean judging by the other shit that's going down in that police department they probably just scrubbed it from the record you know but, there's no real way to know i mean you got two witnesses and one of them's dead on the ground so it's true it's true it's pretty much what he says 
goes, but it's mm-hmm. it was interesting though. Like that, there's some good tension in this act between when they're going into the house and looking for baby. There's some good tension there. Um, they called it unofficial hazard pay. I was like, yeah, it's kind of that sounds yeah. like something a dirty cop would say. Just a way to like, oh yeah. What's Ray Liotta's character's name? Uh, Deluca. When he gets tipped off that um, Avery's trying to expose them. Mm-hmm. to the sergeant or whatever the captain like he tells those guys and he goes oh, yeah. and follows him dude he's I a th- rat this... at that point he's a rat nobody yeah, trusts him anymore yeah i thought this is really cool and he's like following he's like all right let's let's like you follow me now and like mm-hmm. and that's it the, but the way he's looking at him is so dude so ray Liotta is a scary looking guy scary. You know, he's intimidating very intimidating like there was be- like the camera shot where his eyes i just yes pops yes. out and he's just the look on his face. He's just staring at him. Yeah. He's just stone and then, then he's like, follow me. And then he gives him like that, that pat, like, you know, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and I think, I think Avery was thinking about that the whole ride, like what's going on. And then he's just like, fuck this. And just drives yeah, yep. back. Smart move there. And then he went to his father. Yeah, his father's a there. politician. And his mm-hmm. father says, you, "You got if you're gonna be a rat, then you gotta rat them all out. Mm-hmm. So you gotta like plant one. So who can we pick on? It's like this one guy would because he's trying to use him because he got demoted to um, what is that part of the precinct? The uh, evidence, the evidence, evidence, evidence locker. Yeah. So you can tell he's kind of like a low, lower rank guy now. Um, mm-hmm. So the other guy's like, "Hey, while you're down here, like, hook us up. There's like some what was the thing they were trying to exploit? Trying to get, like drugs out of the out of the evidence room or something like that. Yeah, they're trying to nail like a hooker or something. I don't know. It he owed really money to or... the story. He owed. Yeah, something, yeah. Though, right? Scott, yeah, Scott, his friend there. He said he was in deep with the guy with you know Deluca and those guys. He he yeah he owed them something. Like they did a favor for him, so he needed to return the favor and. You know, it was kind of the same thing. Scott was trying to pull the same shit with Avery because he's like, I did that favor getting you the money and now you have to do this favor for me. You know, so it's it's all about exchanging favors and like, you know, if you don't hold up your end of the bargain, then I don't know, man. Right. Something well, something you like's not going to happen. His father yeah. suggested that, like, no, just, just record that guy saying some bad shit and then turn it in and if it doesn't go yep. your way then just t- go to the news or something like that but he basically right. brings on the ho- exposes the whole thing yep. and brings them he all ratted, down ratted them out to the da and yeah the whole the whole department basically goes down and then this is where we get the the 15 years later shift which i didn't well, remember three. either boom that wait uh well yeah well hold on so you take the recall of things so because one you see the cops go into prison which sucks for those guys because those are crooked cops, screwed over a lot of people that know that they're cops. So those guys are probably fucked in prison. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like they knew they were too, right? Um, oh, yeah. But you see, Ray Liotta, he like threatens Avery. He says something like, "This you're gonna get it for for doing this, or you're, we're gonna get like it's gonna." I'm like, I thought the movie's gonna go a totally different direction. I well, thought no, that, that, okay, that's the last time later, we see those guys. Fifteen yeah. years right. later, Ray Liotta gets out of prison, and that's when. Shit hits the fairy, like, you know, he shows up at Avery's house or something like that. But then that would make the first act, like, completely meaningless, kind of. Right. Unless you're telling right. Avery's story. But then you got a third act, you just tie those two stories together. So, mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yeah, they both had one-year-old kids, and imagine that. The, both those one-year-old kids grew up to go to the same high school. Now we got well, 15 years, they look the, like they're 20. Schenectady, well, the whole reason they didn't grow up together because uh, AJ was living with his mom this whole time. Because mm-hmm. we learned that Avery and his wife there got divorced sometime in that 15-year shift. So mm-hmm. AJ had been with his mom this entire time, and Avery was still back in Schenectady or whatever. Um, doing his thing. He's a, you know, big shot politician now. Um, and is well, they open up at at his father's funeral. So his father's dead. His wife, you know, he's divorced with his wife and his, you know, his son is kind of estranged and now he wants to, he wants to live with them for whatever reason. I don't know if they, they gave a reason. Like at this point, like the kid is such a tool bag though. Like I would I'm running for what is he? What office is he running for? He's the DA currently. Uh, I don't remember. It was like remember. Sur- or not Surgeon General. But Surgeon General. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so, I don't it's some government job or whatever. But like, you can't have your fucking white fucking rap listening to gangbanger kid come <laughs> live live with you. No, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, it's just yeah, it's just silly. Well, he he tried telling her. And, you know, like, she's like, yeah, but it's your son and he wants to be with you and you got to stop ignoring your son. So it's his own fault. Like, he's did not, they did not do a good job raising this kid. This kid's a punk. Absolutely. No, he, he, yeah, he grew up in a, in a broken home. Clearly his father neglected him. Didn't, hasn't been in his life this entire time. Yeah. uh, Pretty much. So, uh, there's not going to be a a very loving relationship there. Um, and that's very apparent. But I thought it was funny <laughs> when they were talking about this like campaign trail that he was going on. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna hit Buffalo. Yeah, then, Buffalo. Then we're gonna then we're gonna hit Rochester and get something called the garbage plate." Yeah, <laughs> that was yep. really funny. Oh, they yeah, said really garbage great. plate in there. Yeah, he was like, "You're gonna have to get something called the garbage plate." So be prepared. What this thing looks like. They were ma- talking shit about a garbage plate because huh. it looks so like shit. Those are good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. garbage plates are the best. All right. But that was a good shout out for for the for us local guys. Um, but yeah, you can tell right away AJ doesn't seem to be headed down the well, right path here. Like you see Avery, he has opportunities to connect with his son. You saw his son get in the pool and he goes in alone and his father's just looking at him, not just ignoring one. him. But like a few scenes ago, you saw um, Avery and his father. He gets in the pool and he's like asking for advice on how to, right. what to do with his life. And his father's giving him direction the best he can. So there's a father son connection there. That's really the only time you really see a proper father son kind of thing where like the son doesn't know what to do. He needs advice and the father's giving him advice. Um, yeah, that's a good call. It, I didn't even think the, about that. In the third act, his father, his father passes away. He starts off at the funeral and now he's the, the father figure and he has no relationship with the son. So now you see the pool scene again. Because you're looking for these patterns. Like, you see this with the ice cream, mm-hmm. right? You see this where um, Jason yeah. um, goes with his non-biological father to have ice cream. And then he has to remind him, I'm your father, you know? And it's at the same place where Act 1, where Luke is making them take a group photo. He's like, no, this is good. We should, you know, the whole thing about ice cream. And, you know, he, they take the cute photo. Um, so, like, you see all this. And there's a cool, there's another one where... Uh, uh, Ro is she keeps leaving work and Luke runs at her with money 
after he like kind of yes, I noticed that too. Avery just take the money, and then Avery said, "Take the money." She's like, "This poor woman is trying to live a life." She's just trying, yeah, with a decent man in her life with a you know like a house and raise his kid and just get through life and just be a good person and these men and <laughs> these two guys are just coming into her life and throwing money at her and she's like what is this this is not and there's another scene well this one's more obvious the one where jason is riding his bike down the same path that luke took on his motorcycle um, they have that same tracking shot of them going down that long. I saw the road. shot. I didn't. I didn't make that connection. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Father and son. Yeah. Same. I mean, yep, visually, this shot. movie is fun to watch. It's fun because, like, you know, once you know the theme, you know what to look for and just see how they they use it, and it, 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 that is rewarding. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. But yeah, so this is where Luke and AJ meet, and they kind of become weird friends. Like the friendship is very weird. There's no chemistry. It's, it's based on, on dr- like getting high and, you know, getting fucked up and hanging out and doing dumb shit like whatever. So they they go to the shady neighborhood and try to score some ecstasy. And that's when they get busted uh, by the cops brought down <laughs> to the station. And this is when we get that one scene where Avery comes in to, you know, get his son his get out of jail free card. And he basically just was like, hey, shut the mic off to room three or whatever. And he goes in there and just treats his son like a piece of shit. But he catches the name of Jason. And he yes, knows that's when he learns. That's yeah. why he did it. Yeah, because he's like, not him. Don't you don't fucking go near that kid ever again. Yeah. Anybody else see him come in? No. I made sure of that. Did, it, did you get any sense that he knew this kid? Or? Yeah, friends. Just the two of them? Yeah. Okay. What's this other kid's name? Jason Cancan. I busted a few years ago from shop. What's his name? Jason Cancan. Another aimless youth. Time to deal with this stuff right now. Let him, okay? What? I want you to leave him alone. All right? Okay. Why? Wipe that fucking smirk off your face. You hear me? I want you to leave that fucking kid alone, all right? Look at me. Look at me. You wanted to come live with me, right? You think this is easy for me? during this time, huh? I'm trying to make this work. I'm doing it for you. You can have anything you want, but I don't want you to touch that kid. You leave him alone. Jordan, fucking stand me. Say yes. Yes. Look at me and say yes. Yes. Because he felt bad or because he knew that he's a dirty, carny child? Just because he knew he didn't want to dredge that shit up again. Well, <laughs> because he's just dirty. Courage. And the thing is, like, Jason didn't want, didn't want to be friends with this 
it with uh, AJ at all. It, it was AJ going to him constantly, right. like, talking to him and put, pressuring him. Jason was trying to avoid this as much as he could. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yeah. And this is, uh, after that, uh, AJ kind of brushes off Jason a little bit because um, they're like, you know, his dad tells him not to talk to him at all, blah, blah, blah. And Jason kind of gets put off by that. And then this, after that, that's where we get the ice cream scene. And uh, Jason's really wanting to know more about his dad. He starts asking about him. And then he just asks Kofi, like, can you, know, if you can't tell me anything, can you at least tell me his name? And that's when, that's the one little nugget he needed to go on his whole researching spree of like, you know, figuring out who his dad was, what happened to him, who did it, all this stuff. And that's what kind of sends him down this a little bit of a revenge path. Which, I don't know. Like, yeah, you, you just met the kid. Like, you kind of know, you know his backstory now. Like, that's the weird part about this third act is because they're brand new characters, but you know both of their backstories already, like, as you meet them. Right. Like, some of their f- friendship is kind of, I don't know, convenient and weird and he ends up... um uh, what's the kid ends up finding out googling his dad's name google didn't did exist back then um well yeah this was well in the time jump it's 2012 like it, yeah. it, the year when it when the movie started it was 1995 or whatever and then some time passed and then it was 15 years later but they got up yeah. to current day essentially sure um yeah but you know goes where does he find out he finds robin's place doesn't he and he goes out. Yeah, he go. He tracks down Robin. That's right. Robin, who hasn't aged a day since in fifteen years. There's not even like a gray hair on the man's head. They didn't even That's what alcohol do to you. It'll preserve your body. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly the same. He good. looked better. Like he looked like he was cleaned right? up. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like That's probably words. why. Yeah. So he gives him the rundown. I don't know. He get he gives him this. Like he's such a weird like. He's just a weird dude, Robin. He is, like, yeah. He's like, well, try I really on the like glasses the... if you want to. And he's like, try them on. Put them on. Come on. Try them. Like, this, it's just uh, like a, he's a weird, he's just a little schizo kind of. I don't know. Ben, well, ben Mendelsohn, yeah. the guy that plays him, is yeah. is really good. He's a good actor. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 he's cool. And uh, yeah, I really liked his performance in this movie because he is kind of the weird fucking backwoods dude. He lives in like a, a trailer out in the middle of nowhere. and He's got this <laughs> yeah. shop like that nobody goes to. Um, so he's kind of a little bit of an outcast, which I mean, Luke was as well. So that's kind of why they they got on with each other. Yeah, I mean, when he met Luke, he was just like, yo, you need a place to stay. What are you, a drifter here? I'll give you a place Come to work, give you a, sh- live. a trailer. Yeah, what the fuck? He did hook yeah. him up pretty well. Like, here's a job. Here's a place to stay. Like, random dude I met riding a bike in the woods. <laughs> like, right. Go, right. Coming out of my place. <laughs> right. Wow, you're really good on that bike. You want to live with me? <laughs> Just, uh, two weirdos deserve each other. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, this is the point where... Um, I forget how Jason and AJ start. They meet up again in school or whatever. And they're trying to like, they're trying to squash the beef. Thug kid's being an asshole. Yeah, he's being a dick. And like, he's like, listen, I want to squash this blah, blah, blah. And Jason's like, okay, it's fine. And he's like, no, 
right. you got to get me some oxys. And it's, you know, well, you first he's like, me. come to my party. First he's like, come to my party. And Jason's like, uh, I don't really want you. Come to my party. Okay, I'll come to your party. Oh, and don't forget to bring some oxys. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, he basically says, you owe me for this shit. So, yeah, he... Uh, he pressured him to get the ecstasy, which got him in jail. Right. Then he's pressuring him to get this oxy, so now he has to go rob from a pharmacist. I don't know why he insane. owes him, because he brought him to a place where they got busted. I, I, I don't understand right. why he owes him. He's just a bully. Him. He's just a bully. Yeah. He's just yeah, a spoiled, yeah. arrogant, uh, entitled piece of shit. You gotta make right. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds bar. That's about sums him up. We ain't seeing shit. Yeah, yeah. That's how, yeah, that sounds yeah. Robbing the pharmacist. Or, or he just has some daddy issues, and his daddy wasn't there for him. Sure. Well, yeah. He didn't have a dad to Which... I mean, this is what this whole movie is about, you know? Yeah. Two and a half hours of daddy issues. Exactly. Pretty much sums That's up. exactly what I was thinking, yep. Like, but going to a pharmacy, sneaking in, and, like, just looking through the looking through the shelves. Oh, here's some oxys. I'll take these right off the shelf. Dude, yeah, just he just away. He's it's snuck like a, right behind the it's counter. It's a Schedule 1 narcotic. Like, that shit's got to be under lock and key. Locked up. That's like, what I, yeah. Pick it up off the shelf and walk away. I don't know. That pharmacist though, he almost got him. He fucking. I thought he was gonna tackle you, piece of shit. Get back here. Tackle him off his (laughs) goddamn bike. Because I'm sure that comes out comes out of his pocket. I'm sure. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he gets maybe they figure a small. Well, I was gonna say maybe they figure a small town. They don't gotta lock that shit up. But that's probably where you gotta lock it up more with all the fucking meth heads and junkies out there. Out in the country. Oh. Goes to the well. Anyway, to the party. Yeah, the party happens. And for yeah. a new kid, this dude has got a. I know house it's party hot. like a. I mean, this is like classic movie house well, party where listen, it's like wall I mean, people. If you were like, listen, I'm throwing a house. Like, even if nobody knew this kid, and he was like, he told a couple people, "Hey, my dad's got a mansion. We could fucking have a great house. Like, we could have we could have an awesome house party here. There's gonna be drugs. There's gonna be free alcohol. Like all this shit. Of course you're gonna. Of course every fucking teenager in that high school is going to flock there so none of these kids were actually his friends they just wanted free drugs and you know alcohol to get fucked up yeah that's what you do in high school you who's throwing the party because we'll all just be there right i saw everybody smoking in the house too and i'm like there's no way they're cleaning this fucking house up i was gonna say (laughs) that's what i always think of party scenes in movies like everything gets trashed and like everyone's you know puking and having sex on the floors and the beds i'm like right there's no way you're gonna clean that shit up that many people smoking cigarettes in a house too it's gonna stink for like the next month or two yeah yeah dad comes home did you have a party no okay must have been your aunt (laughs) must have been visiting yesterday with cigarettes yeah stupid uh yeah that's funny but yeah it is stereotypical high school party in a movie and i always think about like I mean, I've, I've gone to a couple parties, but I've never been to a party like that before. You know, like nothing, nothing not that a, crazy. Not a, yeah, and if it is crazy, it's not in a nice house. It's like in some music, right. like barn some or like some shitty kind of, garage yeah. or something. Yeah, gra- yeah, something like where you can smoke and get a little bit crazier and cut loose and shit. <laughs> not a fucking mansion. Where no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, this is a nice kitchen. Let me just light up a cigarette. <laughs> I've never been to a mansion party, wow. no. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the problem. The Maybe I just never been to a <laughs> all the time. Well, Dave's uh, a little more traveled than us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but he well, sees the photo of his father, right? Right. 
he's all fucked up. He's what? He took he some saw the photo he, of his, Yeah, he's like he's, he's, he's about to get laid out with of his that girl or something like yeah. that. But but then he recognizes the photo and goes, That's right, when I was doing my research, the guy that killed my father, that's him. That was him. Yep. This is AJ. So like, oh my god, did AJ He makes know? the connection. So he goes the, right to AJ. All the pieces line up, yep. Yeah. And AJ doesn't know. He's just like, I have no idea what No, he's like, about. What the fuck are you talking about? Get out of my house yeah. and then yeah. Hilarity ensues. Jason. Yeah. yeah. Hilarity definitely ensues because uh-huh. I thought Jason was killed. I just thought he broke his nose and pushed into his brain or something like that because he, he kind of hit, hit a couple, couple extra times. He got hit a couple times when he didn't need to be hit. And I was like, ooh, right. so this is Hollywood might be showing me like one character killing the other character, which would be fitting because I'm, I'm on the edge because I'm thinking because like he killed his father and then how about his son goes and kills him? Like, like oh man, it dude, could yeah, be, it could be I, like re, you know, like like another parallel. Mm-hmm. I was thinking but, about this through the entire movie. Like everything that happened is a chain reaction leading up to these final couple scenes. You know, with Jason and everything going after uh, AJ and his dad. Um, and I read actually like one of the little nuggets of idea that the um, director had in the beginning was like what like what chain reactions can happen throughout someone's life where you introduce a gun so like the the entire thing started was with robin giving luke a gun and that kind of gives him a catalyst to rob the bank and robbing the bank you know gets the cops after him then avery tracks him down shoots so like everything is a chain reaction everything from the beginning of the movie all the way up to the end sure yeah you know, is leading up to this moment. So I, I don't know. I like that through line through the entire movie. And, you know, well, the fact theme. that he, he filmed it chronologically. So you just literally mm-hmm. see this, there's a, this scene, there's no flashbacks, there's no memories, there's no, right. Not, none of that. It's it, every, the next scene happens after what you just saw. And no, it, it I ends. do appreciate this because sometimes movies with complex stories like this can, you know, get confusing, but he laid it out in a way like, there, there's really no opportunity to get confused about what's going on here. You know, like he, beat by beat, it's like, oh, yeah, this connects back to something that happened at the beginning of the movie. You know, it's easy to make those connections. But when um, when Jason kind of gets his when he wakes up, he kind of he's full of rage. Right. And he gets the pistol from the hood mm-hmm. and then he ditches his mom at the hospital. I'm like, right? dude, got some balls on you. And ya. if you think about it, that's the last time he sees his mom. Yeah. Like, who know? Who knows? Ever, maybe? I don't know. Well, yeah, we don't know, but he goes straight to AJ and finds Marina's house, and he, <laughs> we don't know at the time, but he does, you know, and he knocks him out, I guess, but he doesn't. Right, you don't, time. right. You, you think maybe he shot him or, you know, killed because he's just lying the last scene where we see AJ before we know what happened to him, he's just lying on the floor and he closes yeah. the door and leaves him in the room. And then right. he goes after Avery. Um, and he takes and Avery for a ride, right? He also, that's another parallel shot. That's yeah. kind of the same. I don't know if it is actually the same path that he, DeLuca took Avery on. Um, it looks like it's the, the same, but it looked well, like it was like the same path. So like, that's another parallel, you know, Avery fucked up, woods. and he's you know. Is that the place beyond? Thinking the he's gonna meet his yeah yeah. Well, technically, like whatever Schenectady is, but it's true. Uh, 
out out there is beyond the pines. It's in the pines. That's where <laughs> that's where everybody does their murdering in the pines. Um, but yeah, both times Avery thinks he's like, this is where it's all gonna end for him. Um, and then he just well, once Jason gets him down on his Close knees out in the woods, there he just breaks Close down. That was a good scene. Just, I like that yeah. scene. It was pretty tense. You didn't it's know all coming to happen. a head. It's all coming to a head, and Avery realizes that he fucked up in his life in a lot of ways. You know, not just with Luke's death and everything, but as a father and as a husband and, you know, all that stuff. I think it's all just kind of flooding him at that moment. So, Jason is looking at Avery... He knows that Avery killed his father. He knows he's messed up because of Avery. <laughs> he doesn't kill Avery because he asked for the money. Is that when he sees the photo or no? Or does I'm he sorry. see the photo? It's, he sees it after because he, asked, he okay. get, tells him to give him his wallet. And then <laughs> after Jason decides not to shoot him, he runs away. And as he's running, he opens the wallet and sees the photo. <laughs> He like gives like a Because he apologized. Look. That's what it was. Right. He, he said, Avery I'm apologized. sorry. That's why. Yeah, That's yeah. all he needed to hear. Name. He said Jason at some point in there. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Kind of like he knows that Jason. he knows. Like kind of right, thing. he's an, he knows exactly. Yeah, he knows. He knows. And exactly it turns what, out what that did. even, and which is nice because then it quickly shows that Jason isn't actually that bad. Like, he, like he's done some bad things. Obviously, him like robbing, like for like drugs and stuff like that. But influenced, I guess, maybe by others to do bad mm-hmm. things. But you know, this is his moment to do a good thing or bad thing. He could. You know, could have killed AJ, and he could have killed Avery, and he cho- chose not to. Mm-hmm. And then he just leaves his life behind, and starts a whole new life. Yep. Yep. On his bike, where his father started, on a bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think it ends really well. Uh, a bit poetic. It is. Some might say too it's too poetic. You artistic. Know? Like he's and following. And he's following that. in his father's footsteps. He's you know continuing his legacy. Like he's even got like the glasses and everything. Yeah, dumb carny. Uh, You don't know. Maybe he's not going to join the carnival, but he's out on the open road with his bike, and that's. I'm sure he's not going to be writing any great novels or anything like that. He's just going to, right? Probably drift from town to town. Drifter. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. As the movie went on, like I cared less and less. Like, you know, Avery's story was all right. Uh, in the beginning, I was most invested with like the heist stuff and Luke and his kid, and then with the kids at the yeah. end, like I could I could really care less. How that, I mean, it was more of just like the, you know, wrapping it up, putting a bow on it, getting all your father son symbolism in and metaphors and all that stuff, and being on. It's way. like going on a roller coaster, and all the sweet loops and hills are in the very beginning, and then the rest of it is just kind of just like just scenic. You just kind of just. Slowly, just yeah. like going around. It's just like <clears throat> that was a really thing I had, hard turn. Yeah, um, I I guess I don't know how because the last scene we get with AJ and Avery, um, is Avery winning his whatever whatever politician spot he was running for. Oh, he, it, it he brought everything it. in perspective for them. They both appreciated their lives because Jason spared their lives. Right. So I, like, that Jason's definitely life brought them closer. Ruined because his father was killed because Avery shot too soon. Didn't assess mm-hmm. the situation. He just shot the guy and he ruined, broke their family, right. broken home, right, broken life. But what Jason's act was to kill, but he doesn't kill. 
And then because of that, they he does that nod. They actually love each other. You can see that you know that like there there's a bond now. Because you could see that Avery all Avery wanted to know was before he died, like, is my kid alive? Did you kill did you kill my right. son? And he hasn't thought about his son like that in a long time. But then after this, and when he's spared it, you know, it's just like the same thing happened to um Luke. Luke was living an entirely different life. And then oh, yeah. when he found out he had a kid, it's just a wall. He's just like, This is my life now. And I think sometimes you just need a wake up call. And I think that's what happened. Avery, he was just going down a path that just didn't have his son in there because he didn't have his father anymore and he didn't have his wife anymore you know so he's just doing his own thing but jason came along and again you know the son of the guy that made you go down this path is the one that puts you back it's like no you're, a, you're supposed to be a good guy and right. a loving father you know so it's crazy how like the, the the like the incident with the father made him go on one path but then his son ends up putting him back on the path of being a loving right. father crazy how that works but yeah yeah so that's the good part that's why this movie lent ends well because it does end well it's just that third act is just fucking boring <laughs> it's, well, it's yeah. like the the not it's too all, long it twists things a little bit too because like not all bad guys are good not all good not all people that are good guys are actually good guys some are you know dirty cops or you think like you know the carney's just like a trashy dude that's in a carnival but he's actually like a nice guy and he's trying to do good but he just doesn't you know he can't do it the right way i guess yeah there's a uh there's a silver linings playbook to everything oh wait that's another bradley cooper movie sorry wow. uh, <laughs> that was bad um but it's true though there is a silver lining to everything everything's not black and white uh there's very a lot of shades of gray in this movie with the characters um, pretty much all of them do good things and bad things. All the main ones anyways. Um, I feel like the, the wives, the partners are the only, the, the good ones, you know, like Roe and Avery's wife. They're just, they're just straight up victims. They, they right. don't get, you see like, even like the, the treatment of Avery's wife, she's just sitting there taking it. Like, dude, like, yeah. These guys, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, you guys are scumbags. And I... Well, what the fuck are you supposed to say to Ray Liotta when he's like, oh, yeah, your husband can go out, right? You know, yeah, we're taking him, you know. Oh, it's, it'll be quick. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what is she supposed to say in that situation? Yeah. And then Ro just. She's doing know. what she needs to do to get by. Take care of her son. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you for uh, making it get all emotional, man. Yeah, it was a uh, yeah was an unexpected. I was not ready for sure. it. I didn't know I had to like. I was just like, oh man, like I didn't, I didn't tear up. This movie didn't get me teared up, but um, makes you it, think about some stuff. Yeah, for sure. Makes me think about how awesome the opening act is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And how that uh, would have been a great movie if that was like the whole thing. But whatever. No, good I'm movie. glad. Good, I, it's I'm still glad. a good movie. I'm glad I rewatched this one because um, there was a lot of stuff I didn't remember. I mean, I would recommend it. it. It's so watchable. Like, it's a story. Like, you oh, don't yeah. see movies like this. Where, you, you, So I, I think it's definitely worth this watching. Is, it's up to you to uh, if you liked it or not. This is one of Bradley Cooper's sort of breakout roles. Because, like, in the in like the time between, like, 2012-ish and, like, 2016, whatever, Bradley Cooper was, like, hot shit back then. He was in so many movies, and that's kind of when he was on the rise. Um, hmm. And this is one of the the earlier ones before that 
huge rise to stardom. I mean, the Hangover yeah, this in point, 2009, and then this was that a years Wedding after. Crashers and the Hangover were kind of the ones that brought him more into the mainstream. But this one wedding was kind crashers? of the one that, yeah, he was in. The wedding yeah, crashers. he was the end tank. Yeah, he was like the jerk boyfriend. He was the yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> the um, like, yeah. But this, this oh. I feel like this is the movie that really got like Bradley Cooper has some acting chops. You know, right. like he can he can act. Um. So yeah, and Ryan Gosling obviously was fantastic in this. He movie. He was pretty young in this movie too. I didn't know mm-hmm. how far back he actually yeah. went. I should probably yep. look at that too, but. Um, I thought it was cool seeing right. Ray Liotta again because he just passed well, don't, away. Or... Don't look at Wikipedia's too much, Dave, because that might factor into the game. So. Oh, okay. I'm not touching. <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Do Do we want to wrap it up here? I feel like we yeah. we had a yeah. good a good combo about that movie. Um, glad you guys enjoyed it for the most part. I'm glad you guys got to watch it. Um, and I hope that. By doing this, more people will hear, you know, hear about this movie and be like, what the hell is it? And watch it because I feel like it's not that well known. Um, and I think it deserves more recognition. So if you've never seen it, if I don't know if you listen to this entire thing for some reason and haven't seen this movie, then go watch it. Uh, but after, well, we're going to take a little break and then we'll come back with a little game. It should be a quick one. This was a long conversation, so it'll be a a quick, nice little game after this. But uh, we'll be back. back with a game i made this little ditty up uh and it's it's a simple one it's short so i wanted to keep it short since we had such a long conversation and it's not a clever name at all oh we'll come um, it's it's simply called ryan ray or bradley <laughs> and it's literally the i'm gonna name 10 facts and you guys just have to let me know if this fact is related to Ryan Gosling, Ray Liotta, or Bradley Cooper. That's it. Okay. Simple. Simple, clean. Whoever gets the most right wins. Okay. Okay. Fire away. If you I'm guys ready. have a better name for it, let me know. Uh, I know we've done something similar. We did We did the Hughes game okay. one time where we Hugh had Hugh, Hugh Grant. Or who Hugh done it or who whatever. But I didn't have a clever name for this one. Oh, so. no, Hugh didn't. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yes. That was oh, a good God. one. So a similar concept, not as clever of a name. Um, but here we go. Question number one. Wait, now, are we calling out our names or are we just guessing at the same time? Yeah, we guess yeah, at the same it, time. It doesn't matter. One at a time, just because, you know, I didn't, you know, I don't think it really matters either way. Um, all right. 
who, which out of Ryan, Ray, or Bradley was born in Canada? Brandon? Yes, Brandon? My choice is going to be Ryan Gasling. Okay. Dave, what about you? He does have a Canadian look to him. Uh, I'm going to agree. Ryan Gosling. You are both correct. Uh, Dave, Where is that born? is We're in Can- one, one. Canada. Canada. Uh, where, where was he born? Yeah. Um, I can check that information for you right now. That he was born in London. London, Ontario, Canada. Oh, okay. Not too far from like here. a nice Canadian nope. boy. No, good to know. Um, all right. So, 1-1, one, one, Brandon Dave. Next question. Who worked at a cemetery while they were in college? Oh, I got this one. It's got to be Ray Liotta. Brandon? Brandon, Ray Liotta. You are both correct again. <laughs> I mean, he, he's so confident. <laughs> I'm starting easy. No, this seems like a place that Ray Liotta would have worked in his childhood. I don't know. Yeah, he, he seems like a cemetery type of guy. Ryan Gosling and Bradley <laughs> aren't working in cemeteries. No, they're not hard enough. Ray, on the other hand, can we puts please watch cemeteries? Can we please watch the movie Copland? It's a Stallone movie, but Ray Liotta's in it, and it's a great movie, and it's very similar to the Bradley Cooper act in this movie. But anyways, go continue. Copland, I'm I'm down for that because I've never seen that, seen that one. I know, that, I know that's a Ray Liotta joint. Yeah. Uh, all right. Question number three: uh, Which of these men started an indie rock band? <laughs> it can't be Ray Liotta. No. You never know. Um, agree. Indie rock band is it? They were in the band, I take it, as playing an instrument. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, I'm going to go with Ryan Gasling. Oh, damn it. Okay. That's who I was going to go with, too. You guys can't just agree on every single one. Well, All right. It's the you right both, one. You, you both are right, yes. <laughs> you you set is, no rules it, to your game, dude. <laughs> no, there is. Nope, there's no rules. If you, I'll right. have to come up with a tiebreaker if you tie but no you uh, both are right um it is it, it's they formed it in like 2009 it's called dead man's bones ooh. with him and his buddy uh just two of so them? yeah they're, they're they're still going yep just a two-man band hmm. uh sweet canadian yep. rock so you both you both got three points um all right next one uh which of these actors has won the most awards. Oh, I'll take this one. First. Yes, please. I mean, Ray's got the longer career, but I don't know if he's winning awards for being in like gangster flicks and document or like that kind of shit. So I'm going to say Bradley. Yeah, Brandon Bradley. <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. You both got it right. <laughs> All right. So it hurts me right so often. All right. Well, each got four points. I'm sure one of these will trip you up. There's one that's out of left field. So um, I think that one will probably be the one. Um, All right. 
let's see. So we got that one. Uh, which of these actors was adopted at six months old? Six months old. Like, I mean, it could be any of them. Could be. Um, Canada, they don't give away their babies. So, can't be Ryan. Brandon, Ray I'm Ryan. picking Ray Liotta. Oh, god damn. Okay. <laughs> I want to do the same. I'm going to pick Ray Liotta as well. <laughs> you both got it right again. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> All right. You have some trauma in your to have that yes. kind of. Yeah, like he's, I agree. He's pulling out deep, dark emotions with that hard ass exterior. Like, you got to. He's chiseled from stone, not. Yeah. Cut from cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You both got five. Five points. Um, which of these actors uh, dated Sandra Bullock? Dave. I think Dave? It's, uh, it's, not, it's not Ray. Well, you never know. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and he's, a, he's an attractive older man. <laughs> man. Cooper he was. Gosling's Rest in peace. I'm going to go with Gosling. I'm going to go with fucking Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first answer you guys differed on, so one of you is wrong. Uh, or both of you is wrong. <laughs> Bradley Hubert. But Dave, you are oh! correct. Ryan Gosling yeah. dated Sandra Bullock. He's pretty enough to date Sandy, Sandy B. She's like yep. 10 years Sandy older B. than him, though. That's true. There, she is there's a little bit of an age gap she there. She has her choice of whatever she, she has wants. like no. She has her choice. She's like the stiff. Her face like is so stiff. There's like I, I don't know. She's pretty, but she can't. She's a very stiff Sometimes face. She gets expressive at times. <laughs> no expression on her face. At times. There's that one All right. movie where she's like, a, was it Miss Congeniality? That's always a good one. Yeah, right. I don't know if I've ever actually seen it. I've probably just seen bits. Well, that of was it. also like 20 years ago. Probably so. at um, this point. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. All right. We got someone in the lead. Dave's in the lead with six. Brandon with five. Um, okay. Whose films have grossed over $11 billion worldwide? Brandon Bradley Cooper. Uh, I'm going to go with Ray Liotta on this one. It's tied up again. Brandon oh, got it right with Bradley Cooper. Bradley, he's got the hits. I mean, he's got Marvel under his belt now. He's a comedy. So. Why? Right, what was he in Marvel? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. I forget about he's that. He's Rocket. Oh. Yeah. You never expected that. You'll see that, his pretty face in there. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that he, Marvel money. Yeah. He's got that Marvel money. And I knew about his voice. Smart. Work. I was like, yeah. Ray Liotta was in some um, I was thinking. Too, I was but... thinking of all Ray Liotta's movies put together. Like you know, it's got to be a hefty chunk of change. So that was my well, theory. Yep, yep. That was a uh, yeah. So tied up again at six. Three more questions. Well, actually, no. Yeah, three more questions left because each of you got one wrong. All right. Which of these actors bought a Moroccan restaurant? Brandon Ray Liotta. <laughs> when in doubt, Ray. You mean like a restaurant so that serves a, Moroccan food, or a restaurant? It's a Moroccan food restaurant located in Beverly Hills. Okay, 
I'll say that. Brandon, you can change your answer if that. No, if it's it it's, it's more locked more in than it's really out. I was going <laughs> to okay. say they kind of they shifted me over. I'm going to go with Ray too. You are both incorrect. Uh, that was Ryan Gosling. He says he bought it on a whim. Obviously, and he, and he he spent like all his money on it or something. A Moroccan. Uh, I don't know if I've ever even had Moroccan food. I don't even know what that would be. Like I have to. I have to. Fr- it's a he French owns, cuisine. He, co- he co-owns Tajine, a Moroccan restaurant in Beverly Hills. He bought the restaurant on an impulse and said it that he spent all his money on it. Spent a year doing renovation work on itself and now oversees the restaurant's menus. Hmm. So it's oh, still going shit. strong. I have to Google if there's a Moroccan restaurant here. Uh, all right. So both of you guys got that wrong. Still tied up at six. All right. <laughs> Was that the was that the Twister one or is this coming up? One? <laughs> that was a twi- that was a Twister one. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, this one. Which actor was named sexiest man alive? Whoa, <laughs> that's not <laughs> really. Right. Listen, Ray Liotta. Back in the sexy man. back in the eighties, he could have been. <laughs> we don't know when this. I don't know when sexiest man alive started, but we don't know when this. What year this was? I mean, I would give it to Ryan Castling. Easily, but um, I know that there are a lot of people that dig themselves some Bradley Cooper. Bradley's got that those like just hard, just rugged. Facial, yeah, he's got those cut lines, high cheekbones. Ryan, he's also playing Ken in the new Barbie movie. So that's true. Which I think him. I'm gonna go with Ryan. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be Ryan. Like the Gosling. It's yeah, it's got to be. You're, you're both going with Ryan. Well, you would both be incorrect because that's Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay, his yeah. ruggish good looks. That was back in 2011. Fools. Uh, he won sexiest man alive. Ryan Gosling, come on, what's wrong with people? Um. All right, so still tied at six. Uh, I have shit. I might have to come up with a tiebreaker. It all comes down to this last one. Um, this actor, which actor, voiced? A character in a video game. I think Ray Liotta. That's mine. There's so many like gangster things that he could have just been thrown in as. I have to go with Ray. Brandon's thinking. I have to go with Ray Liotta. Did you let Dave influence you there? No, he was my first choice too. Because I think Ice Age, I think there's a video game. I think he was like one of the characters of Ice Age characters. Oh, uh, you might be right, but he is most well known for voicing or lending his voice work to Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I was just gonna say that's oh, yeah. perfect. perfect. Yeah, there you go, Dave. Yeah, that's pretty much. All right, well, both you tied up. I gotta come up with a tiebreaker now. Oh, mm-hmm. do I have to lose? Can we just let me have the tie with Dave? <laughs> There's gotta be a tiebreaker. We've never had a tie on the Nomads Fantasy. Why do we have to have a loser? Because that's the way. That is the, the way. way the cookie crumbles. Um. All right. This is just off the cuff here. Which of these actors garnered a nomination for a Tony Award for Best Actor? What's a Tony? Oh, I got mine. What is that? It's, it's a musical. It's a or... musical. Yeah. Right? It's, okay. It's, it's stage, like Broadway. Broadway yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with uh fucking Bradley Cooper, right? Didn't he just do like uh some movie with uh 
Lady Gaga. He did. That's what I was going to. But that's a movie. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, drag but... this on. Did they not like do like a musical number too, or some kind of Broadway shit? They had that. Yeah, but it's song. not. It's not a musical. Sometimes actors do the movie. It's not and a stage do the... show. All right, fine. I'll end this. Uh, then the fucking <laughs> really right. Go with your gut. Go, go, go with, with your, your gut. gut. Whatever. Stick to yeah, whatever your you want. <sighs> I want to say Bradley Cooper too, though. <sighs> Make Eric keep working. Well, Eric, so hold on a second, because you said Ryan Gosling's in a band. Maybe he did some kind of Broadway punk rock band thing, but I don't know. It's yeah, Bradley Cooper. Listen, Ray Liotta's been around a long time. Huh? I don't know. Yeah, does he sing? Maybe I don't know. All right, fuck you. You're both right with Bradley <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the Elephant Man. Oh, I forgot. In 2014. About that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. I'm going to come up with a really difficult one now. I'm looking at Moroccan menus. There's a lot of lamb on Moroccan menus. Yeah, that's a big staple. That's a big staple. Baby in. Um, There's just something called salta, and it doesn't have any description. I have no idea what it is. All right. I was going to use this one, but I didn't. So this is back up. Which of these actors is... Now, this could be any of them. This is a crapshoot. Which of the act... This actor struggled with... Substance abuse and alcoholism. Ray Liotta. I know. <laughs> I know Ray Liotta. Um, I'm gonna. I guess I'll just go with Ryan Gassing then, just so we can end this. <laughs> You're both wrong. This <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Who is he All struggling? right, you know what? Alcohol. You said this is our tie. Alcohol and substance abuse. This is the first tie in the Nomads of Fantasy. I'm not dragging it out. That's why I always do like I you always both do a number one. Are doing so good. <laughs> Uh yeah, <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. It's a tie. <laughs> uh, this down, is our first. Finally. This is unprecedented. Our first ever tie in a game on the Nomads of Fantasy. So we both go to space camp. Hooray! You both go to space camp. Hurrah! All right, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> that was a fun conversation. Um, yeah. Well, if you want to find us, you can find us at nomadsfantasy.com. If you want to find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, that's at Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, we're also on TikTok, the Nomads of, at the Nomads of Fantasy. Um, so yeah, just Google and, it. Oh, if you want to email us, Nomads of Fantasy at gmail.com. Still waiting on. We don't get many emails. They're so send, send I was us thinking an email. about that. We haven't Every had one in a while. <laughs> I don't know how uh, many people get to this point in the show, but I've said it before. If you if you're listening to this. Nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. Send us an email. It could be literally anything, and we'll read it on the show. Um, I don't care what it is, as long as it's not like racist or, you know, stuff like that. But li- literally anything else, I will read on the show. I've read spam email on the show before. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Um, yeah. As always, safe travels, nomads. Peace out. If I got on my knees and I pleaded with you Not to go, but to stay in my arms Would you walk out the door Like you did once before this time 
Still a baby. Bullshit. What kind of house are you running? <laughs> no ice cream? <laughs> Why can't he have that? It's not like he can't have it, he just hasn't had it. Can I give it to him? Wanna give him ice cream? Yeah. I'm gonna do something with him that's his first time. And look in his face when he tries ice cream. Every time he has ice cream for the rest of his life, he's gonna see my fucking face. Take it when she's crying. <laughs> <laughs> 